Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. Monday morning. This is for the first week in February, but from wherever you are and whenever you watch this, welcome. What I'm going to be doing this month, uh, I hope we will even continue it, is really answering questions that have come in via email. Now, normally when questions come in via email, uh, what I'll do is I'll answer it via email, but sometimes I get enough emails about one particular question that I realize a general broadcast would really help people, that other people have this issue. And then there are some people that say, would you please answer this? And so, yeah, yeah, um, 99.9% of the emails I get, by the way, are that polite and kind, and I really appreciate it because that's not normally what you get in the world when you put yourself out on the internet, is it? That said, this is a particular heartbreaking one. Um, by the way, when you send me emails and I then answer that question online, we will never give identifiers. You will never, ever, ever hear me tell your story in a way that you could be identified. I will be making changes to it. I'll be merging five or six emails uh, to a, a new story. And the reason is your privacy is important. It really is. There's no reason for us to expose you in any way. And you can expose somebody while trying to help them. So we don't wanna do that. By the way, if you're a member of Our Safe Harbor, you already know this because maybe you've been a member for two years and you get one email a week from us. You never get hassled with others. We've never revealed who's on our list and who isn't and we won't. Uh, personal details are never shared unless you want to meet with other people in your region and you let us know and then we see what we can do. <clears throat> that said, here's the question. How can you honor your father and your mother when they are abusive verbally, physically, perhaps they were sexually abusive at one time, but most of the emails on this are the parents are aging and yet they've always been difficult. And now here you are adults in your 50s and 60s and you're trying to take care of them because you feel honor your father and your mother. But when you go in, you're yelled at, you are insulted, uh, accusations are made, maybe even swatting at you or scratching at you, um, accusations about you're wanting their money, you're wanting, and they're hurtful. What do you do? Well, let's back it all the way back, shall we? In the Ten Commandments, uh, they were given to a particular people at a particular time. Now those 10 commandments do show the heart, mind, and social order of Almighty God. So it's not belittling them to say they were given to a people at a certain time. I believe that those commandments are exceptionally applicable today, although not always in the same way. For example, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, there are some groups outside of Judaism, and Judaism has a variety of ways of keeping the Sabbath day, from not keeping it at all to being very, very 
orthodox uh, in the way that they keep it. Uh, in Christianity, there has been as well. In Scotland, for example, in the Free Church of Scotland, or the Free Kirk, they basically were highlands and islands. That's where their stronghold was. And so you really couldn't buy or sell, not, not petrol, not food. It was, things were shut down on Sunday. And it was, um, it was a warning to any tourist, make sure you fill up the tank of your rental car on the Saturday, because you know, you're not gonna get it on the Sunday. Well, there's those ways of, of honoring it. And most of us now take Sabbath a different way. Paul says that our Sabbath rest waits for us, that um, it's, it's in the future, in heaven. But I believe that most of us see the value and what God was trying to say and what he did say, you know, what God tries to say, he, he normally says fairly well, uh, that we need rest, we need disconnection, we need quiet. Even the most extroverted out there need to learn to be still, as the Great Eagles song taught us years ago. So that was given to that culture. And when Paul reiterates it, he is still speaking to, it's not the same culture that got it at Sinai, but a lot of that culture remained intact and it was surrounded by other cultures. And he's trying to remind them, remember we're the people that honor our father and our mother. There was, the, there were rather, all forms of ways of getting around this at the time. And Jesus attacks one of them. If you remember when he talks about um, grown-up children who decide they don't have to take care of their parents because I am dedicated to the temple. You know, I am so righteous and holy now that what I do belong, it is Corban was the phrase, is all dedicated to the temple. And he says, no, you don't get to do that. Now, in this culture, people saved. And there was a very regimented way to do it. Um, and it was their social safety net for parents, for widows, for orphans, the savings was brought to the temple and the temple then <coughs> distributed it as people had need. Early church did that as well. Um, Paul talks a lot about, you know, these widows we support, but the widows need to be doing it. And it's all about this saving and the social safety net that the community of faith had. We don't have that now. And there are a lot of reasons why, but the main reason is because we handed it over to government. And once the government started doing it, churches didn't do it anymore. Uh, and many, how many times have I heard people say, you know, when I walk by the homeless, I feel, all you know, oh, shouldn't, we have, we pay taxes. They're supposed to be getting their stuff somewhere else. The idea of I'm offloading all of this onto the shoulders of government, besides you're taking it out of my paycheck. So now it's on them. So we just don't live in that kind of world anymore. So what do you do when your parents age? And what do you do <clears throat> if they're difficult? Well, there used to be a, a standard answer for this, and it's, <clears throat> it's not a bad answer. I won't choke up again. Sorry, <clears throat> just the way it is. <clears throat> See, I'm getting old too. The, and that is, honor doesn't always mean obey, and respect. It's very true. They're, they are different concepts. Let me give you an illustration. Um, we respect officers of the law. They put on a uniform, which may as well be a target in some areas, and they step out and they do things we would not do, and they run into places where most of us are running out of. Now, 
we respect police officers, but does that mean that we have to respect the one that was corrupt, that forced through a false confession, or that beat a subject? No, okay. We honor the office of parent. We honor the fact that this person allowed us a place out of the weather to live, probably provided food and some clothes, may have been abusive at many different levels, may have been neglectful, may have been hard, may have driven us to mental illness, but they did, our being on the planet did cost them something and we honor that. And there's a reason why they behave like they behave. Perhaps their parents, perhaps whatever, right? But now that we're grown up, the parent is in need. What do we do? Well, I had a very difficult relationship with my father and many of you know about that. I've talked about it very openly and I don't wanna make this about me. What I'm just gonna say is I was disowned and then I was kind of brought back in. It was difficult and yet I still cared for my father. But my situation with my father is not your situation with your father or your mother. Everyone's completely unique. And many of you, I've read the emails, have had a much harder time than I've ever had. And so there's no reason for little, you know, little Patrick to be over in the corner going, poor me. I had it much better than many of you who've emailed me. So let me just put this very plainly. Somebody already died for your parent. You don't have to. If going into that space, you're gonna get yelled at, accused of everything, swiped at, you're going to, they are going to just absolutely destroy your self-esteem, trouble your heart. No, you don't need to go in that space. Then how can you honor your, your parent? By trying to make sure they're, they're receiving care, the best care they can receive, the best way you can. Now, if they won't let you help them, then they won't let you help them. You are not to force your way into somebody else's circle if they don't want you there. But what if, it, what if it means they're gonna be destroying themselves? We're not talking here about an eight-year-old. We're talking about a 70-year-old. We're talking about an 80-year-old. We're talking about other people, people who are in that time of life where, back in the Jewish culture, the days of Sinai all the way up through Paul and beyond, it would be expected that the children would bring them into their home. For example, uh, and it, there are many cultures that do this. In China, <clears throat> It is expected that your parents will come and live in your home. And if you are an outsider, say you're an American that's working in China, <clears throat> you fall in love and you marry somebody from China, um, their parents wanting to come in and live in your home is not them freeloading. That's the culture. And the parents asking for money is not freeloading. It is the culture. Here you are making X thousands of dollars a month. They're used to living on $300 a month. Now that you're in the family, the sharing. You see, and that's the way it was supposed to be with the Jews. There are many other cultures we could use. Africa has a lot of these where you honor your parents. In Japan, uh, the Japanese culture hallows two things above almost anything else, the very young and the very old. Well, American culture doesn't. As soon as you start getting a little older, 
they start wanting to Botox you to death and, and, and then run commercials about your retirement savings and about the medicines you should be on. So in our culture, what do you do? If you can care for your parents at a distance, do so. If they're, if they're abusive, hateful and hurtful. You don't have to be in the room to honor that they did help you. You can write checks, you can make phone calls saying, I would like to arrange somebody to come and take care of the house once a week. I'd like to, could we have uh, these meals supplied? You can do a lot of things. Well, what if your parent rejects it? Well, then you've done your job. Should you then not try again? No, I think every so often, you know, you send a card. You try a call at a distance. If, it's, if it gets a little safer, you draw a little closer. If it isn't, you stay back because somebody already died for them and you don't have to. You don't have to go somewhere where you know you're going to be abused. You're gonna leave brokenhearted, emotionally shattered, and it's gonna take you days to recover because most of you have other obligations. You have responsibilities to a husband or wife at home, maybe even to still children in the house. And maybe if not that, children who are establishing themselves. Your job is to not be the kind of parent that your parent is being to you. So make sure you put your efforts and you invest your best in those that will receive the efforts and use them gratefully and honorably. It's a hard job. It's a hard way to make the call, but it's all right to arrange care and establish boundaries. Those boundaries need to be fairly firm. And especially now, those of you that are members of our Safe Harbor, some of you have gotten attacked by your, your parents for uh, not going back to brick and mortar and all of the old traditions that were just not working and they're, they're going at you. By the way, some brick and mortar churches are doing fantastic. So I'm just talking about a narrow subset here. Um, you, you get attacked and, and when they come over for Thanksgiving, you know, <laughs> and it's last year where Christmas was on a Sunday, you know, and it's kind of like, oh no, you know, what do we do? Because uh, we don't want to go back to that church and they're visiting us and they want to go back to that church. Uh, you're going to have to draw some boundaries and say, love you, take care of you. We'll do everything we can for you, but we're not, we don't have to be you. God made us different. We have a different path, but we honor you. We honor your journey. We'll help you as much as we can. And besides that, remember this. The day I married Cammy, Cammy became my family. Everybody else were relatives, dearly loved relatives, but relatives. In any situation where I have to choose between Cammy and anything else on the planet, my job, my grandkids, my kids, my mom, any of that, Cammie is chosen, period. Because she's the one I chose and she's the one who chose me back. And in scripture, that's a very hallowed covenant. You don't really get to choose who you're born to. And hey, I got a, got a break news to you. Your parents didn't necessarily get the kid they wanted either. But in marriage, it's different. So if being around the aging parent is threatening the marriage, your choice is clear. Establish your marriage.
care at a distance if you can. Love if you can. And if they won't even let you do that, pray and ask God to send someone into their life who can care for them and to keep your heart pure and free of anger and hate, revenge strategies, fantasies, and instead to keep you ready for the day should it come that the situation changes. Let's live in such a way that our kids want us around later. All right, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. If you wanna be a member, just email info at rsafeharbor.com and we will keep careful watch over your soul and over your privacy. All right, God bless.